Never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kepler run less than 12 parsecs. and welcome back to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Cheyenne and I'm here with you today, but I also have a very special guest today. Hi, I'm Jensen Avenger. I'm a cosplayer, Instagrammer, I guess an influencer, but like I just really like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what we're all here for, you know? Exactly. exactly. That's it. I don't even, I don't really consider myself an influencer, but the way that I've been aesthetically labeling my page, I'm just like, it's fine. <laughs> I just, oh, right. I mean, I I just like Star Wars. Page that I'm kind of like, this is kind of influencery, but that's kind of like out of my ballpark because I'm here like in my own little corner. Mm -hmm. Like, I just like this stuff. Yep. <laughs> like, kind of worked out. Yep. I'm the same way. I'm just like, this is just what I'm enjoying at the time. And it's funny that I think about that now because with like having the Kessel Run Weekly platform, um, Danny, Kristen, and I always talk about like, all right, well, where can we apply for media badges now? It's, oh yeah, I'm sure. So fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we've already talked about like as cosplayers. Mm -hmm. Like, are we like get invited to cons? Is that a thing? Am I big yeah. enough for that? Yeah. But yeah. I have like the thing where I'm like, I refuse to ask. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, and I don't know that process either because for me, I my first goal to get a booth at a convention was going to be a photography booth. Right. Um, but I was trying to even just be like, can I like apprentice with like Jeff Jenkins because he's really good or like anybody oh, here. Yeah. yeah. Brian from Bryland Imagery. Like they're both very good amongst other people, a ton of other people, but they have set up. So I want to just be like, can I like stand with you guys for a day and then figure out right. if I even want to do this? Because I love my photography, but I don't know if I could, I don't know if I'm good enough yet to be out there with them, you know? If you ever need a test subject, exactly. I got you. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I've got a, I've gotten a few done so far. Obviously, one got done in the quarantine, but that was it, and it was one other person. So I was like, "We'll be I know fine." I'm saying with this quarantine, all these photo shoot places must be empty. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just like, we can't be running around, you know. I had a friend that right. was like, "Oh, like, are you off? I can come down because he lives in Jacksonville," and I was like. I don't know if you can come down. First of all, I don't know if they're going to let you do anything. And I don't know if anywhere that I would take photos is going to be open. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's definitely interesting. All right. Well, we can be here to chat, but we are also here to talk to Jensen about uh, one of our favorite characters. And I'm sure one of everybody's favorite characters, uh, Leia Organa or Carrie Fisher. We'll talk about both, I'm sure. Um, they are one and the same. But we'll just go ahead and get started with some questions. Um, feel free to have as deep an answer or as surface level an answer you want. Yeah, it literally doesn't matter. I mean, if your answer is just like yes or no, that's it, you know? You don't have to have an explanation behind it or anything. We're just here to find out what we feel about Leia, you know? Sounds good. All right, so my first question is going to be kind of a deep one in general, but what does Leia mean to you? Uh, for me especially, I mean, I grew up on Star Wars. Like, it was always a part of my family, always a part of just kind of what we did. I mean, especially growing up near the parks, we always went to Star Wars weekends, which I miss very dearly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and it, when it started, there weren't a ton of female characters in Star Wars to be represented. I mean, we had pretty much Leia and Padme mm -hmm. at the time. That was really it. And, you know, 
franchises of the prequels. So the only one that even still was generally loved by all was Leia. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, during Halloween, she was the only female character that you can get that wasn't a princess. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, she was a princess, but it wasn't this stereotypical Disney yeah. princess that even they're branching out of. But at mm-hmm. the time, that was all that existed. Yeah. And so for Leia to even just exist and to be the strong, independent, and fierce woman that she is mm-hmm. was so revolutionary and especially in the eyes of someone so young um she's just so incredibly important to that development of mm-hmm. self for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I find myself like there's always that quote that's like what would so-and-so do yeah. mine is always what would Leia do nice just because she's yeah she just had a huge impact on me when I was a kid and even still today mm-hmm. because she's grown especially I think with our generation because I mean other generations got to know her first but we got to the second we were out of the womb we knew her right most yeah. of us and then now we've got to see her transition from not only a princess but to a general which mm-hmm. is even more unheard of yeah yeah, no, that's, I completely and utterly agree. That was my, always my big thing when people are, because um, I would I would probably have to say that as far as the females go, uh, Padme is my favorite, but that is because I saw the prequels before I saw the originals. That's how my parents oh, just let okay. it happen. Yeah, I um, I went and saw Phantom Menace in the theaters when I was four. Um, Attack of Clones was my first movie in the theaters. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, okay, like what, you know, I was a four-year-old, and I was like bopping. Darth Maul was actually my favorite, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Darth Maul still and currently is my favorite, but as far as, like, women empowerment go, Padme was kind of my introduction to that, and then I learned about Leia. Um, But the older I get, and the more that I fall in love with General Leia, Mm -hmm. the more I find myself, like, leaning towards, same like what you said with the, what would blank do like I find myself leaning towards well what would she have done in this position exactly you know? well and I find that's so funny because especially I think right now strangely enough I mean on TikTok and Instagram most of what I see is Ray obviously mm-hmm. that makes sense because right she's super Current. relevant mm-hmm. and like there's so many people like skipping over Leia I'm like mm-hmm. how is no yeah yeah <laughs> <That's> unacceptable <laughs> yeah like, she's the introduction like, like this yeah, I mean, it was a cute video, but, like, it wasn't anything, like, of, like, mass, like, cinematography mm-hmm. or anything. Like, uh, like, hottest Star Wars women, and it had everybody but Leia. And literally, I commented, <laughs> I said, y'all sleeping on Leia, and it has, like, thousands of likes. Yeah, because literally, what the heck? <laughs> she was the intro. Star Wars women or something like that, and I was yeah. like, y'all sleeping on Leia. And yeah. Like, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah got to stand up for these ladies out here um so this one is more of like a less of an us question and more of a character question so to some fans her role in politics was their introduction to star wars politics um like i said mine was padme um but we also know she's padme's daughter and she was raised by politicians <laughs> slash royalty um, do you think that her interest and her skill level in politics is from where she grew up? Her, like, inherent ability? A combination of both? What do you feel? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, because I think it's interesting. 
because obviously she was raised by politicians, so my, like, go-to would be that. Because mm-hmm. when, you go, when you grow up around that, you're obviously going to be interested and not only interested, but knowledgeable about mm-hmm. what's going on. Because, I mean, even in A New Hope, she's already at that, as a, even as a princess, not even going into the military-esque version of it. The, mm-hmm. You know, she's introduced as a princess, but even in Star Wars... I think specifically that's still more of a political role than it is for like compared to like Princess Cinderella yes. or even like Princess Rapunzel because mm-hmm. even still she's just a princess. Her parents are running everything. Mm-hmm. But when we meet, when we literally first meet Leia, we are seeing her in a position of political power. Yeah, because she has been taken by Darth Vader and she's talking to Tarkin as a politician, not royalty. Yeah. So it makes me think that it's more coming from her, how she was raised and her parents, Mm -hmm. just because she was so knowledgeable and she was so kind of ready to jump into that role. And she kind of already did. Like, once we meet her, we don't even know when she jumped in because by the time we meet her, she's already there. Yeah. And especially, I do definitely think that a lot of her power, like, you can, you see a lot of Padme in Leia. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is funny because, and that was probably really easy for um, George Lucas to create, because he made Leia first. Right. So to make Padme, you you see a lot of, it's funny because she Leia is Padme's daughter. So we think that we see a lot of Padme and Leia, but really what we're seeing is Leia and Padme. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Um, right, isn't that, I've, I've thought about that a lot, and mm-hmm. I think it's kind of really strange because when you think about it, he really actually based the mom off the daughter. Yeah. Um, but same goes, you still do see a lot of Padme and Leia when she is, you know, aggressive negotiations. That is so something Leia would do. Oh yeah, for sure. Like 1000% mm-hmm. something that Leia would say. Yeah. So I think that there definitely is kind of that inherent political kind of savvy in Leia just from her mom but I think that her knowledge and her ability to handle situations came from growing up in that yeah yeah environment absolutely yeah and that's when I was writing that question I kind of was thinking the same thing I was like I mean she doesn't know her mom you know like it's not that she knows it and like as far as I'm pretty sure correct me if I'm wrong if you've read the books but I'm pretty sure that when, yeah, I'm, I read them a long time ago, but Bloodline and Leia, Princess of Alderaan, both kind of give such a good, like, insight onto where she grew up politically and, like, she she was in the, like, the group of youth that, like, studied politics and, like, got to go on these trips and go to visit the Senate floor and all these things, so, like, she wouldn't have had those opportunities without her current family, and I think, like her it, again like maybe her instincts inside could have affected it but i think definitely right. like being in that environment was what kicked it right. off you know yeah i really like what you said about like having those opportunities yeah because yeah. if she wouldn't have had those opportunities would she have still ended up in the position that she's in now right exactly exactly um so one more politics question i think it's my only other one um how do you think politics helped her become such a successful general um i think that she has no fear okay i love that i think that she is sure enough in herself to make the right because that's something that i always think about i always think about these people that are put in charge of like like 
you know, if we're talking about Leia, like Leia specifically comes up with a lot of plans, especially in the sequels, for how they're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And having that dependency and that pressure of if that's going to work, mm-hmm. like, is a lot to hold on a person's shoulders. And I think that her having grown up in that political environment gave her the confidence and the self-assuredness that she not only had the ability to do that, but had the right to take control and leadership of those situations. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, when you, so this is more of a you question, when you cosplay Leia, what do you hope to portray and what would you use to channel her? It's kind of a two-parter question. Yeah. Um, when it comes to cosplay for me, the most important part of cosplaying for me, it's, it, I mean, it's like kind of like my moral law when it comes to cosplaying is the first and foremost thing that you do is you represent um, I learned that from my boyfriend because he's a big Spider-Man. He does Han Solo with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has always said, he's like, you're representing. When you put on that suit or that dress or the buns even are sometimes enough, you yeah. put those on. And you are taking the responsibility of upholding a character that so many people love so much. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a big responsibility, and I think that that's forgotten in a lot of cosplayers' eyes, is that, especially, I mean, with adults as well as kids, obviously kids are super big for that. I mean, you walk out as Leia, they're going to think that you are Leia. Right, absolutely. Um, they don't care about continuity. No. <laughs> um, they don't care. Um, you are Leia. Um, and that's so important, that idea of representation, because she is so important to so many people, and she's important to me, and I want to make sure that I represent her correctly. Right. So that's first and foremost always in my brain. So making sure that I kind of uphold that, what would Leia do? Um, and she's also one of my more difficult cosplays to portray mm-hmm. um, because she doesn't have just a single kind of stereotypical personality to kind of just yeah. zone in on. She doesn't have that. Right. Like when I'm cosplaying Princess Anna from Frozen, yeah. it's really easy to go into cute clumsy. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy. But Leia is so much more complex, and she's very hard to portray, which is one of my reasons that she's my favorite to portray, Mm -hmm. because you really do have to think about her, because while she is a princess and she does kind of have that that stature and that of royalty and this political stance, she also is the same one who's going to make fun of Han. She's going to make fun of... She's going to call Chewie a walking carpet. She's going to do things that a normal princess stereotype wouldn't do yeah so making sure that i'm staying true to the character is super important to me and for getting into character um i read carrie fisher's books oh love them um because for me like you said at the beginning uh, carrie fisher and leia are one and the same yeah um but kind of i don't know if i'm allowed to cuss on here go for it but uh, <laughs> huh go for it Which, oh that badassery yep that she holds is just like it's one of like the core emblems of her and I just like I really try to kind of wrap my brain around that Mm -hmm. when I'm portraying yeah that's those are really good points too because you started making me think about Kira Kira was my first cosplay I maybe have like five total like I'm I'm working on it. I'm trying to get to the point where I can make my own at least pieces oh my gosh and so 
incredible it's a lot it's so untalented. I cannot. <laughs> it's, it's rough. My mom my mom is actually sewing my cape for Kira right now because she's oh an my gosh, angel. Um, but Kira was my first cosplay, and it was the black dress, and it was Star Wars Celebration. So, like, it was a lot of different pressures coming in from other places. And she was a new character at the time because it was Celebration Chicago, so it was not that long ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, what do I even do? I was like, what? how do I do this? Um... Because I'd never, I'd always, like, loved cosplay and loved watching cosplay. And I'd only been to cons, like, as a photographer or as, like, I was, I volunteered or went and helped my friends with their booths. So, like, it was all new to me. And when I thought about how to portray Kira, I'm like, she doesn't have a lot going on. You, you know, like, she has a lot going on, but it's all internally. Exactly. There's nothing external Don't going on with her. Yeah. It's very much what's in your face, what's in your movements. How she treats people is very, like, casual and kind, but also I'm in charge, but, like, there's not really a way to say that, you know, when you're on a con floor. So I was like, how can I hold myself up that way? So you talking about how you portray Leia gave me a lot to think about, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, I really like to kind of, yeah, I mean, I've said it, like, a million times, but <laughs> represent is so important. Right. Uh, and especially when it comes to cons and things, mm -hmm. because... Other people can be critical. Right. Um, but remembering that it's between, for me, like a lot of people will be like, I cosplay for kids. I cosplay for, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. But mm -hmm. for me, like cosplay is something that I do for myself, truly. Mm -hmm. And it's remembering that it's the relationship between me and that character, specifically yeah. with Leia. It's even more so because she does mean so much to me. It's about me and Leia, not me Leia and then all these other people it's yeah yeah exactly um and how how do you think things would have gone differently if Leia had been the main force user <laughs> it would have been done a lot sooner <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh she would have had that stuff together like one movie we're done which yeah. would have been sad because right Star Wars yeah so like at the same time I'm really glad she wasn't but I think that this really it's really interesting because we do have this, I mean, they kind of did it as a reveal, but it wasn't really a reveal. If right. you really think about it, that she has, that she's so force sensitive. Mm -hmm. um, but now we have this opportunity to kind of dive into that more. Mm -hmm. And I think once we have more information about kind of how she was as a force user, I think, you know, her lightsaber color gives us a lot and her, definitely her relationship with the force is pretty obvious because she doesn't really use it. Right. Um, so, you know, I think all that is really helpful, but I hope that we get the chance to kind of delve into that and her relationship with the Force, and I think that'll give us a better idea of what it would have looked like if she would have been the main Force user. Yeah. I would, I would personally, I think I'd like to see, and I don't read the comics very often, so this is just very random for me to feel, but, like, I think a comic about her training would be really cool just because, like, the frames of those would be amazing, you know? Right. Well, and I picture that scene from Rise of Skywalker with uh, her and Luke training, and, yeah, that would be gorgeous. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, what do you think she would have said to Poe when he asked her how they've succeeded before? So he's sitting at the foot of her bed. Unfortunately, she's gone at this point. If she had been alive or if she'd been able to talk to him, what do you think she would have said to him? I know Lando kind of gave us a little bit, but... Yeah, I mean, I think that... And it's kind of what most of her 
kind of dialogue has been about since the beginning and it's I think it really hit in Rogue One um, at the very end but you know she really talks about hope consistently mm-hmm. I think that he is very much about if you believe in what you are doing and you are going to give it your all and you have that faith and that hope and you keep that by you mm-hmm. it's going to be successful because I do think that that's a lot of what the original is based on because when you do look back they shouldn't have won yeah when, and that's kind of something that's always stuck with me is the Rebel Alliance never should have won the war. Yeah. They did have that hope and they did have that we're doing the right thing. Um, and I think that that's what got them through it. So I think that she would say something to Poe about keeping that hope alive, you know, igniting that spark and yeah. that hope alive. Yeah. No, that's a really good point because... For me, when I thought about that, I was like, oh, man, like, she could go so many routes just because of how she's dealt with so many things, you know? Yeah, like she's going to be, like, super sarcastic. Yeah. Oh, great. That's helpful. <laughs> yeah, really, exactly. She's going to be like, all right, like, get it together. She, to me, her, like, sarcastic responses are like a pop on the back of the head. Like, exactly. hello. It's wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it's just, uh, it's amazing to think about just... Her as a character in general, but also to know how, and obviously we had our main three in the sequel trilogy, but like to know how she lives on through all of it, like even after she passes on and Lando was there to give him an answer um, or a response to his question, like he absolutely is like saying something that Leia would say in a more heartfelt way because he doesn't know Poe that well, you know, he's trying to be nice. (laughs) Right. So, but yeah, I just, uh, I love the thoughts of that, which is that question when I wrote it kind of gave me chills. I was like, oh God, yeah, makes me emotional. Question. And yeah, it, it gets you thinking about her legacy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Um, so I have two more kind of deeper questions and then two more fun questions. So what have you learned <laughs> from the character of Leia? Oh my gosh. Everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, especially, uh, self-assurance. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, because she is so sure of herself and not only who she is but what she's doing Mm -hmm. like she definitely sticks by how she feels and what she's doing she doesn't change her mind a lot yeah um i've learned a lot about yeah probably self-assurance confidence um definitely you know she comes from a universe of men yeah and is still able to hold her own so having that strength, that confidence, and that self-assurance to hold your own, obviously with everybody, but especially with that added challenge of her coming from a universe of men. Yeah, sure. that's awesome. Um, and then, kind of, this is kind of a fun one, but if they make, if they were to make a younger Leia TV show, uh, what would you want to see, or would you even want that? Would you want them to make something of the books that we have? You know. Well, because, like, we have the books, I don't think, like, I definitely want more Leia. Like, that's very important to me because (laughs) I think there is so much that we don't know. Mm -hmm. And let's be real here. So, only so many people read the books. Yeah. And reading isn't for everybody. I know, especially as a comic book fan, lots of people don't read comics because it's just not for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that actually her story would be really well portrayed. Like, even, like, just that little bit of time maybe right before getting captured by Darth Vader and Tarkin in A New Hope yeah. or um, 
like kind of in between Rogue One and that, or maybe what she was doing during the entire time of Rogue One. Something yeah. like that could be done in a movie very much like Solo, mm-hmm. where it's a one-off rather than anything. But now we do have this added bonus of having this Disney Plus, mm-hmm. where even a TV show doesn't have to continue for seven seasons. It can be a eight-episode special yeah. that gives you more time than a movie, but doesn't necessarily need to be seven seasons. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think that she has seven seasons of story. Yeah, I don't think, not left. <laughs> yeah, not much left, especially not with gaps. Yeah. Because, again, like, you can kind of do before Rogue One, during Rogue One, but then you have A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So we, we know what was happening to her in A New Hope, and yeah. we pretty much know what was happening to her through that. I think what would also be really interesting is between um, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. I would oh. love to see that. <laughs> yeah. In any medium of entertainment yeah i'm not gonna lie i was definitely i just recently watched resistance because i was like it's two seasons just like do it it's fine it was really cute and fun i really liked it like way more than i thought i would and i was surprised that there wasn't as much leia in that and i was like i i get it because we're focusing on a different part of it you know we do get to see them so often and the kids aren't gonna care about that you know they they have no relationship with her yet and but they now they know because of her role in that they know that she's like an ominous leader at this point like they're just like who is she um but it's definitely it's interesting to know that like well we know she was a general at that point and she was there but like what else was she doing what other missions was she on get there yeah yeah it was that's my big question i'm like how does she get from this to this yep like how did that happen Mm -hmm. how did we get from Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah. Like, I even think that way about the First Order. Where did mm-hmm. that come from? I want to know where, you know, who, where the Resistance started. Was she from it, in it from the beginning? Was that, yeah. like, something she found out about in Georgia? Like, what, what, how? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you read Bloodline? No, I haven't. So, this is, I actually just, it all came running back to me last night. I was watching my friends on their Instagram Live, and they were talking about, that kind of features of um, the story. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Bloodline helped establish how the First Order started. And it did. They confirmed that for me. Not in detail. Yeah, not in detail, but, like, good enough, you know, um, right. to kind of at least tell that it wasn't, it didn't just, like, pop up out of nowhere. It didn't just show up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't remember how much information it gave about the Resistance formation. Right. But it definitely, it definitely gave some insight on the first order, which was cool for me. So if you, if you feel like picking up a, oh, um, sure. bloodline, pick a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's a quick read. I got through it really fast. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So some fun ones. What is your favorite Leia outfit? So okay, this is a big question. Okay. Because <laughs> I always, whenever I talk about Leia outfits, I always take out the iconic ones. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Right. White dress buns, not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, because. That's her most recognizable, so yeah. that's automatically what I go to. Um, so I actually have two. It's um, Endor. Mm-hmm. Her, I always call it her Rebel Alliance Endor because it's, like, not when she's with the Ewoks. It's when she's yes. actually fighting with the Rebel Alliance in that one. And her bounty hunter disguise when she Ooh. goes to rescue Han from mm-hmm. Java. That's I awesome. I love that one. I actually have a coach bag with that on it. My yeah. mom got it. 
coach bags and I was like you don't buy me one I just wanted you to see them they're so cute right. and then she bought me the the white the big white one with Star Wars font on it and I was like yeah like, my mom like found them at like some outlet mall around Christmas for like 75% <laughs> off yeah it was insane. like this is the only reason you got this I'm like no I don't blame yeah. you yeah yeah I mean they're $300 bags you know like good lord yeah um yeah uh, yeah really and that's the thing that's why I was like please don't buy this like I, there are so many right. other things I could use for this I could go buy cosplay pieces for this right. um but she got she got it on sale too I think my mom got it on like Black Friday or something oh. nice nice. um do you follow Juliana I think her handles like Juju Kitty um on Instagram she's finishing her I don't know how you say it but I say it Bausch um she's finishing the bounty hunter for Leia, and I don't know if she's gonna bring it to celebration. I don't even know if she's going. I haven't talked to her about it, but like, she'll she'll post in her story every now and then, um, mm-hmm. of her like doing some cosplay stuff or sewing that stuff. Dream cosplay. Yeah, it's. Whatever you ask me, they're like, "What is a cosplay that you want to do but will never do?" I'm like, "No, I guess I can't make it." Oh my god, it's insane. And I feel like the I mean the hardest part for any of these things is you know like the three D printed or the foam formed pieces you know like i think i don't know who she commissioned for her helmet but like it's amazing it's so good so it's definitely interesting but that's cool i mean i love i also love both of those uh costumes they're really good i feel like when i think about her costumes i really love all of her like general leia stuff and maybe that's like the inner older person older woman in me that's like i just want to like be in charge and in fashion you know exactly she looks so good (laughs) yeah all the time they could have put her in something like really not good but they didn't like she still looks fly yeah man yeah my mom i keep telling my mom she should cosplay leia and i'll cosplay padme at some point because then it's like roles reversed um but i want her to get like the blue dress with the spikes in the center Mm-hmm. it's so cute and pretty and like you know <laughs> um all right favorite this is i think this is gonna be my last this is my last question Ugh. um what is your favorite leia quote and then i guess two-part question what is your favorite leia moment i kind of put them together in case they were the same you know right but they don't have to be well it's really hard not to pick like a really like deep one you yeah. know like hope isn't lost today it's found or something yeah oh uh, Emotion. <laughs> which, you know, will break your heart. And yeah. You shatter into pieces. <laughs> um, which is one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. honestly, anything she says to Poe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything she says to Poe and Han, because I do feel like those relationships are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my favorite is Scruffy looking Nerf Carter. Yeah. That's and I could be biased because, again, my boyfriend cosplays Han. Mm-hmm. So for us, that's a really big one. No, of course. Um, but, and then, like, my favorite moments, again, are, like, anything really Han and Leia. I love that entire scene where they're in the, um, like, Hoth, on Hoth, those corridors in the beginning of Empire, where they're just going at each other. Yeah. Without, like, skipping a beat. Like, they do not skip a beat, and they're just going at each other. Yep. And, And it's so funny, because you can just, it's, like, her moments of weakness. Yeah. 
it gives in, and he's the only one who can make her do that. Yeah, yeah, it's and amazing. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, like, I've listed like four, but no, like, um, it doesn't matter. Keep going. All of mine are Han and Leia, but especially yeah. like the "I love you, I know," but not the first one, the second one where mm-hmm. she says "I know" and she's sitting there with the gun mm-hmm. on Endor, yep. and he's like. He's like, okay, all <laughs> right, love- yeah, yeah. Where she just owns it, and I love it. Yeah. She really flips it back on him, <laughs> power back. I'm like, that's my girl! Yep, yeah, exactly. Nobody can say who wears the pants in that relationship, because they both yeah. do. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Um, as far as my Leia questions go, is there anything else you want to mention for the people? Um, how you feel about her, or anything in general? You don't have to. Yeah, again, I just think that she's so iconic, and, I mean, she's iconic in a lot of ways. I mean, her appearance is iconic, and her lines are iconic, but mm-hmm. it's really stepping into that female in a sci-fi role, so, she, I mean, she was one of the first. Yeah. She was literally one of the first women in that, women in that role to really embrace it something i love about like carrie in general is that she always embraced it yeah. you know you listen to even harrison ford sometimes and he's like i don't want to talk about star wars i'm like how do you not want to talk about star yeah. wars yeah it's star wars yeah um and you know you just look back and she was she never had that mentality she mm-hmm. was constantly all about it yeah and that was so refreshing and you look at kind of her story there's this um there's a documentary on Disney Plus, and it's like three hours long. And it's like Empire of Dreams. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I and have it watched literally, that. yeah, it follows George Lucas through college, through all of Return yeah. of the Jedi. And you just kind of like, and he talks about like the hiring process of mm-hmm. all of them, and it was just, and she talks about like not thinking she would ever get it, and yeah. I'm really sad. I'm like, how could they not pick you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you look at Carrie, and it's just, her face is Leia, mm-hmm. and being able to still pass that on through her daughter, and yeah. still have such an iconic and important character, even past passing, and her monumental effect on the world. Yeah. It just, I mean, all of it encompasses Leia. Yeah, yeah. And like, I've... you know, they are two separate people, mm-hmm. they are again one and the same yeah and i think it's it's so nice that billy also in like embraces that um because not only is she yeah helping portray her mother um but continuing to stay in the star wars franchise continuing to never back down from anything like i following her on social media is just like such a reality check for me because i'm like she just doesn't not that she doesn't care but she doesn't care in the best way you know, like, she's just like her mom in that manner, and I'm sure that there's a million reasons why, but, like, I love seeing that, and I think it's just, like, a very selfish comfort of that, you know, like, it's very selfish to be like, oh, god, like, she's just like her mom, and we love her mom, um, but, because my, my first introduction to Billy outside of Star Wars was, uh, American Horror Story, so, like, very two very different vibes you know and i was just like here for it because it's definitely something carrie would also do you know right absolutely and i think that billy in general i'm not even sure a lot of us would have 
not only the strength, but kind of the discipline that she has to be able to not only take on her mom, Mm -hmm. but to be able to stand on her own, even though her mom was so iconic. Yeah. I don't want to say in comparison, but to have right. almost your legacy kind of now be taken on by your family member, not only your family member, but your mom, Yeah, it can be difficult, and I think that she handles it with such grace. Absolutely. And I I don't know if any of us would be able to do yeah. it as well as she is, yeah. if that makes sense. No, it does. It absolutely does. Uh, well, I think that's it. Thank you so much for such a good conversation about Leia. Uh, this is amazing. I'm so glad I was able to reach out. Um, real quick, we'll just close out the show. So I'm going to tell everybody where they can find me personally. Um, you can find me on Instagram at cjerica or on Twitter at cjerica95. Um, I try to be funny on Twitter. It usually doesn't land, but it's great. Yeah, it's, it's real fun. Um, and then you can go to my blog at cheyennehoover.wordpress.com. Um, Hopefully I'll have a Star Wars Sunday coming up soon. I'm going to hope by the first Sunday of April. Um, But I have lots of other um, articles on there, so feel free to go read that. Jensen, where can they find you? Yeah, I am on Instagram and TikTok as Jensen Avenger. Um, And pretty much uh, anywhere, Jensen Avenger. It's everywhere. (laughs) Google it, yeah. Um, Awesome. And then the main channel, you can find us at Kessel Run Weekly on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. Um, you can visit KesselRunWeekly.com. All of our podcast episodes are there. We do have a few blog posts and a few book reviews. Um, but we are mostly active on Instagram. We're going to be doing a few lives throughout the month, um, just kind of hanging out. But I hope everybody is making it through this quarantine. By the time this episode comes out, hopefully we'll be out of quarantine. That would be fabulous. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, but if not, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you again, Jensen, for being here. And may the force be with you. Always.